Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get to know some NFL draft prospects next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Emery Hunt, who has the footballgameplan.com draft guide. It's going to be ready for you in a few weeks. One of the biggest draft guides out there. Go to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide. And Emery just got back from the uh, Senior Bowl. He's been all over the country. What, seven different postseason college football all-star games? Emery's been getting ready for the NFL draft and uh, some of the prospects. And we're going to talk about some of the prospects that who have really impressed over the last couple of weeks. And Emery, why don't you just give us a, a couple of the prospects who have really impressed you recently? Well, I'll start first with what I seen last. And, and you know, you look at Tajay Spears out of Tulane. I'm pretty sure you've seen a viral clip, even though that rep was a win by the linebacker from a football perspective. Everyone went oohs and ahs because he put a move on. But he was someone that had a really good and impressive senior bowl week he's explosive he's dynamic he is exactly what you saw him do against teams all throughout the season more recently uh usc he can catch the ball well he has the explosive speed to break the long run he's someone i think could be a starter reminds me a lot of of uh bryce uh Brees hall despite him being five nine two oh four and Brees hall being six feet six one about 220 pounds they run the same way. They have the same level of explosiveness and burst, and they're both excellent receivers. Uh, for wide receiver purposes, it's hard to really look at you know, these smaller guys and, and, and kind of project them moving forward because you're watching one-on-one drills, um, and we know that's easy for these short, quick, shifty guys to run to open field and make the big catch and, and create separation. There's no safety or no linebackers, but Tank Dell did a really good job uh, out of SMU. I thought Dallas Daniels uh, at Jackson State did a really good job at the Shrine game. But I was mostly impressed with Trey Palmer, the wide receiver out of Nebraska. He's a bigger guy, about 6'1", 210 pounds. Plays a lot. It plays with that same level of aggressiveness and swagger that a Jamar Chase plays with. Not surprisingly, he's also from New Orleans. Not surprisingly, he also played at LSU before transferring to Nebraska. So I thought the performance he put on uh, in Mobile was impressive because he's someone that can play inside or outside. And and, and one more guy I want to throw out there just to keep an eye on, um, you know, he's going to be a name that you're going to hear down the line. Is they, Some people may see him as a Taysom Hill type. I think he has tremendous upside as a quarterback, uh, even though he played a little bit wide receiver in college. And that's Cephas Johnson III out of southeastern Louisiana. I was at the College Gridiron Showcase in Dallas and Fort Worth. Um from the January 6th through the 10th. And he was someone that came in and measured exactly at 6'5 and 226 pounds. Every passing rep, every drill got better and better. And oh, by the way, he runs a legit 4'4 uh, in a 40-yard dash. And he even let him get out there, receiver, for a couple of reps, got deep and got down the field and, and made a good catch. So, you know, some teams may view him differently, but why not put him in a position where he can touch the ball every play and therefore affect the game? He was also a former a South Alabama transfer. 
How does this year's draft class, you know, compare to maybe last year's in terms of what we're expecting to see from the running back position or uh, or wide receiver? You know, the the kind of places where we expect guys to make an impact for fantasy right away. The running back position is fantastic. You know, this is a great class of of running backs in terms of guys that can you can you can get exactly what you want. You can get guys that can you know, thrive with volume, guys that don't need volume to thrive, guys that can be excellent receivers. Some may even see them as slot receivers with how well they catch the football, and you have a bevy of breakaway threats. So this running back class, to me, is probably one of the more diverse and explosive classes we've seen. Guys are going to talk about Tajay Spears, and they're going to talk about, you know, Jameer Gibbs and B. John Robinson, but don't sleep on these other guys, you know, um, these guys like Keaton Mitchell coming from East Carolina, Tyon uh, Evans coming from Louisville. You also look at uh, the diminutive, uh, I want to call him Darren Sproles, but he's not Darren Sproles uh, from Kansas State. I can't remember his name because I've called him Darren Sproles all throughout <laughs> the time. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, those type of backs you can find all throughout this class. It's a great year to get a running back. Wide receiver is, is kind of what it is because you can find, and I break down receivers by position, because it's hard to – you can't compare a Wes Welker and a Randy Moss. They're going to play different positions. But each wide receiver class, to me, because of the advent of the passing game, is as dynamic as it always is and will be until we go back to ground and pound days. All right, give me one sleeper who really impressed you over the last week or so. One sleeper would be – and we talk about, um, you know, uh, this – we talk about small school prospects, but um, – Kittner, Danny Kittner out of University of Mary, which is in Minnesota, had a phenomenal college gridiron showcase. This is someone that was able to win off the line of scrimmage, win within the route, win deeper down the field. He's going to be a slot guy, but definitely someone that caught the attention of the scouts that were in attendance. All 32 teams were there at the gridiron showcase. And every time he got up, you saw everyone put their pins down and just watch him perform. So Danny Kittner of University of Mary, Division II program, so I want to keep an eye on. All right. And, you know, we, we've seen last season, you know, some of these late-round guys, I think specifically of, like, Tyler Algier, who was a fifth-round pick, was really good for fantasy down the stretch. So you want to make sure you keep an eye on these guys because they can provide a lot of value. And, you know, the fan, footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide can also provide a lot of value. Almost a thousand scouting reports, the largest draft guide in existence. That's what Emory is working on over the next couple of weeks. And Emory, I'm sure we'll talk to you again as we get ready for the NFL draft this year. All right, that'll do it for FFTM5. We'll see you next time. On May 23rd, I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus.